today god has laid in my heart to to share about the power uh, which is in this book the uh, word of god as you all know the church that uh, you have believed in the lord jesus christ yes is always my first question to you all if you have believed then you must uh, uh, receive receive jesus christ into your lives as the uh, lord and the savior of your lives how many of you have uh, received jesus into your lives the church there are many people who are not received but sitting here also but today that i encourage you people to the receive him into your lives it can do wonders in your life you know just by receiving jesus christ something happens you know that god says that you are born again god says you are born again by believing and accepting the gospel what was uh, the john was sharing to us the gospel it is the power of god for salvation the moment you respond to the gospel of jesus christ uh, the something happens the power of god works in you and uh, it transforms you here is something that we i would like you to, to share and you would like to see and understand these things see that when you accepted the lord jesus christ the power of god works in your life so something happens to you that you need to know you need to understand you need to believe this truth before accepting the lord jesus christ you are in the other side on the death and destruction side you are separated from god and from all his blessings you are under death under total destruction by you believing the lord jesus christ what he did for us on the cross he died for our sins he paid the penalty for us he shed his blood for us and he rose again he conquered death for us and he is alive today and jesus tells if you believe me and believe my work something happens to you that is god says i am going to shift you from this end to that end i am going to take you through from death and destruction to eternal life and god's blessing when you believed and received jesus into your lives the power of god works into your life and transforms you from one end to the another end you are placed in that place remember that your position is that your position is in the family of god that's why we are all sitting here that we are all entered into the a family of god and god is our a father in first peter 3:18 it says for christ died for our sins once for all the righteous for the unrighteous to bring you to god he was put to death in the body but made alive by the a spirit jesus brought you from death and destruction to the eternal life and to the blessings of god that transformation jesus did for the peter is telling to the church jesus brought you from this end to the to the other place your position is shifted do you feel it you don't feel it this is all you need to believe and accept it your salvation is not based on feelings your salvation is based on believing the word of god as you believe the power of god works in you that's why it is says gospel is the power of god for salvation who believes if you have believed then the power of god worked in you and you have been transformed from death to life in john 5:24 jesus said it i tell you the truth who yours hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life will not be condemned but he has crossed over from death to life jesus is telling us if you believe my word and you believe the one who sent me the father who sent me to you as a sacrifice 
If you believe me, if you believe my father, you will have eternal life. You will have eternal life. You will not be condemned. That is, you will not be put into judgment. But you are crossed from death to life. I would like to ask you one question to you. Do you die? One simple question for you to think. Physically, you might die. People may know that you are dying. People say that you are dead. But Bible says, I have given you eternal life that you will not test because God, the Jesus has already conquered death for us. That's why all the time the Bible says to us, you will not die, you are sleeping because you are going to be wake up once again. So the, the thing is that you would like to know in this morning is that you are crossed from a death to life. You have been transformed from this world into the kingdom of God, into the family of God. God is saying to us, you have been born again. That means I have given you a second chance to live. You are in a death. I bailed you out through my son, Jesus Christ. I brought you out into the, to the different place, into my relationship. And now, you have been born into my family as babies. Remember that? When you believe Jesus Christ, you are born into the families as babies. So you are a born again person. Jesus gave you a second chance for you to live. To reap eternal life and the, the blessings which God has stored for us. But some Christians always keep on asking these things to us and they question themselves. These are the, some of the questions they ask. As Christians, as born-again people, they ask some of the questions asked by born-again believers. It says, why I am suffering? I believe Jesus Christ. Why I am still suffering in my life? Somebody asked, why I am still suffering and striving and struggling in my life. I am striving and struggling in my life. I received Jesus Christ. Why not God help me in all these situations? Some people told me, I am facing sickness. Why I have been always dominated by this kind of sickness? One after another, I am facing it. Some people asked me, why always people dominate me, dominate over my life? I believed in the Lord Jesus Christ. You said, God comes into your life. Why he can't take everything away? Even some people asked us, why I am facing always financial crisis, one after another? Why this poverty? It says, why I am not been able to face victories in my life? Why the fear grips in my life? Why there is a crisis in my marriage? Because I accepted the Lord. Why I am facing all these things? And some people said it. I, why I have not been able to overcome a sin and habit in my life? I believe the Lord Jesus Christ. He must take it away, everything, just like that. Why it's not happening in my life? Some people said, God don't care about me. Other people said, God don't love me. He's not helping me. These are the some of the questions are frequently the believers ask. And you may be having uh, some of these questions in your mind. One thing that we all know that we need God in our lives to overcome our problems. We are helpless. In many cases, we are so helpless that we have not been able to overcome. We don't have power or strength or energy or the wisdom to deal with certain situations because they are beyond our ability, beyond our capacity to deal with that. So we always expect somebody who is powerful than us, that is God himself. We always desire God to come and help in our situation and, and uh, deliver us. But God says to us, as father says to his children, I know you need me. That's why I have given you my word to you to overcome everything in your life. We cannot see God. That's why he has given us the written word to us. As we read, as we pause upon this, this is the word of God.
This is the word of God. It contains the tremendous power. Power to change every situation in our lives. God told his children to the newborn babies. In, um, he said, desire a spiritual milk, which is the, the word of God. In uh, 1 Peter 2.2, Peter says to the church, in fact, God says, like newborn babies, desire the spiritual milk so that you may grow to a maturity. God, the Father is telling us, we all need the spiritual milk to grow. As babies need to grow through the milk, that we as Christians need to grow in his kingdom in order to reap the blessings of God into our lives, the Father is telling us that you need milk, which is the word of God. You desire the spiritual milk, which is the word of God. The milk, the word of God makes you to grow. If you don't drink, you will go weak and die. But if we desire the spiritual milk, the word of God, which helps us to grow and the word of God works in our lives. We all need the spiritual milk to grow. Overnight you will not become an adult in the kingdom of God. To reap everything. God wants you to grow. We are all babies. We need to grow. We need milk. You know the babies make always mess in their lives. They cry. Somebody needs to feed them. So you need the spiritual milk for your growth. The word of God which is available to us. I want to just tell you three things about this, this Bible. What is this word of God? This word of God has three things stored in that. The word of God contains three potential things. If you know these three things, I think it will be helpful for us to grow, to love the word. The word of God, first of all, it contains... The life of God. It contains, I want you to repeat, the word of God contains first, the life of God. Second, it contains the power of God. Please repeat. The third one, it contains the wisdom of God. The word of God has got three things, life, power and wisdom. This is not an ordinary book. This is the word of God, which has, I can say, contains all the power to change everything. So I want to repeat, the word of God is, it is the life of God, it is the power of God, and it is the wisdom of God. As we, you know, love the word of God, as we draw the Word of God into our lives. These things are being released into our lives. The life of God starts working. The power of God starts working. And the wisdom of God starts working in our lives. It transforms us as we hold on to these things. But many people do not know the secret of these things. We think that it is an ordinary Bible. You know, it's a book. What it can do? Nothing. It's a black and white. I want to just uh, talk about uh, the life of God. In 2 Timothy uh, 3.16, it says, All scripture is God-breathed. This scripture is, is not simple. This scripture contains God's breath. God breathed his life into these scriptures. It is God-breathed. It, it contains the life of God, the, the word of God contains the life of God. And it says it is profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for instruction, that the man of God may be thoroughly furnished unto all good works. But the thing that you and I need to know is God's word contains the life of God because God has breathed his life into this word. Even John 6, uh, 63, the Jesus said, the words which I am speaking to you are life and they are a spirit. I say the words I have spoken to you are spirit and they are a life. You need to know that 
this contains life and the spirit god's breath is there in this and that's why in matthew 4:4 uh, jesus also said it um, man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of god we are not just going to live by eating bread and other foods but jesus is saying we live by the every word which comes out of the mouth of god we live by it so friends remember don't neglect this this word which is in our hands in hebrew 4:12 it says the word of god is living and active the word of god is a living and active it's living there's a life in it it is active it works hello friends remember this and jesus tells a parable of the sower to make it understanding and interesting to people and he said at the end of the parable the disciples asked what is the meaning of the parable jesus tells them one word to them the seed which i spoke to you is the word of god the seed which i spoke to you is the word of god he is comparing the word of god to a seed you know that a seed contains life for example a tomato seed it is so small if it is lying here nobody knows the seed is there but there is also there is a life in it the seed has got life if it falls to the ground that seed sprouts it grows and bears its fruit the kind of it if it is a tomato seed that you will bear the tomato fruit if you put a brinjal seed you will reap brinjals if you put mango seed you will see mango fruit so what god is saying is my word is like a seed you can't see it you can't see the life which is in it we neglect we throw we do we play with it but god says my word is like that my word is like seed it contains my life church if your life needs to be transformed you need the life of god to work in it your situation to be get changed you need the life of god to work in it we say we need god to come in and work in our lives god says ah my word is going to work in your life so take my word so the first thing that we are understanding is the god's word has got life the life to change in our lives the next one i want to uh, share with you is the power of god the word of god is the power of god god's power dwells in the word of god in jeremiah 23:29 god says to jeremiah he is saying to jeremiah he says jeremiah is not my word like fire declares the lord and like hammer that breaks the rock in pieces god is saying father is saying to jeremiah jeremiah my word is like fire have you ever burnt your finger with fire church god's word not only it contains life of god but also it contains the power of god like fire the fire which burns away all your dross in your heart when you receive that word that word of god which is like a fire it cleans up your heart it burns away all your dross in your life it takes away everything it refines you like a gold it makes you like a gold and silver the word of god has got a such a power that it it works like a fire it burns away all the unwanted things it burn away from our lives if you need the unwanted things to be burnt away in your life you need the word of god in your life again he says my word is like hammer which breaks the rock in pieces not the small stone he is saying here my word is like hammer which breaks the rock into pieces there are people in facing rocks in their lives the habits the ungodly habits cannot be broken out in their lives they are stuck they are like a rock 
they try all kinds of things to get remove that rock because rock is so big and so hard you cannot remove it out all habits can be broken down by the word of god it breaks the rock into pieces in your life where all your habits can be broken down into pieces by the word of god because it works like a hammer in our lives if you believe and if you draw it in your heart it's like a hammer it it's very powerful powerful than anything else it breaks the rock into pieces church you are able to understand how the power of god works in this word another verse i want to bring out to your thought is from ephesians chapter 6 verse 17 it says take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of god take the helmet of salvation you are saved by the gospel but at the same time the god is telling us man you take the sword in your hand which is my word take the sword in your hand which is the word of god the sword cuts into pieces the sword divides the sword separates you from the evil thing sword is not an ordinary thing the word is not an ordinary thing it can separate you from the evil world it can cut you and separate you from the the evil world church only if you take hold of that sword in your hand which is the word of god so far we have neglected it we cry out to god god help me help me god says i have helped you i have given my help to you it is in your hand use it church god's word is not an ordinary thing god himself tells us to us isaiah 55 11 he says in 55 11 he says so my word that goes out of my mouth it will not return to me empty but will accomplish what i desire and achieve the purpose for which i sent it the father is telling us with confidently truly that he is telling us believe my word believe my word the word which goes out of my mouth it will not come or return empty but it will accomplish its purposes for which i have sent it my word never fails you church god's word never fails you in your life you might fail but god never fails his word to accomplish things in your life he guarantees to us that my word never fails if you hold on to it and bible goes on to say my word works effectively in those who believes god's word works in our lives effectively bible says it works effectively for what for which it has been taken it works that's what i said the seed if it is a tomato seed it produces tomato fruit in your life the word which has been which are receiving it what is written in it the promise what is it been said it it will bear the fruit of that promise in your life if you hold on to it church take this word of god very seriously into your life otherwise your christian life will be a disaster in first thessalonians 2:13 the bible says paul is saying to the the thessalonian church and we also thank god continually because when you received the word of god which you heard from us you accepted it not as the word of men but as it actually is the word of god these people believed this this is the word of god not the word of men what they are speaking is truly the word of god then he says which is at work in you who believes the word of god which you believed is working in you bearing fruit in you paul is telling to the the thessalonians if you believe and accept it it works effectively also in your life the power of god what it can do in our lives it says the power of god builds your faith in god as you draw these words in the bible if you receive it 
it has got another power to work in our lives it builds our faith in god it builds our confidence in god it builds our trust in god that's why the god said it by faith that you move mountains to have faith you need the word of god because the word of god has got power to supply a faith to you to move mountains in your life that's why in romans 10:17 it says consequently a faith comes from hearing the message and the message is heard through the word of christ you need to hear this message you need to read you need to memorize you need to study this word which builds your faith it builds your faith to move mountains in your life church it has got a tremendous power it's not an ordinary word i'm repeating you again and again to you get it and finally god says to us even to jeremiah he's telling to us lord said to me you have seen correctly i am watching to see my word is fulfilled god is always waiting to see that his promise to be fulfilled in each one of our lives what he has said it he want to see it is fulfilled in people's life those who receive it you want to see it it bears fruit in our lives amen church god is waiting to see his word to be fulfilled eagle he is watching over his word that who ever receives the word he wants to see that that word brings fruit in their lives the third one what the word of god has got is the wisdom first it has got the life the second it has got the power the third one it has got the the wisdom we all need wisdom to lead our lives yes or no we need wisdom if you don't have wisdom finished you will be we will be on the street we always we need wisdom to do everything to do your business you need your wisdom to run your family you need your wisdom to spend money you need wisdom if you don't have wisdom finish you will be you know without money that's all probs 2 1 to 10 if you read it carefully god is instructing us please listen this one my son if you accept my words and store up my commands within you if you accept my words god is saying you must accept if you don't accept you don't get it if you accept my words and store up my commands within you and he goes on to say in the the following verses for wisdom will enter your heart and the knowledge will be pleasant to your soul the wisdom will save you from the ways of the wicked men men from those whose words are a perverse again in the continue to in the the third chapter verse 1 says the wisdom gives you long life and wealth and prosperity hallelujah how many of you want to have wealth and prosperity we always look at the only one side okay i need money i need wealth i need house i need i need to be successful all these things are stored up the secret thing stored up in the word of god amen church god's word contains wisdom that wisdom leads us to be as very successful very fruitful people here on earth in second timothy 3:15 it says Paul is telling to Timothy how from infancy that you know the holy scriptures you know the scriptures very well which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Jesus Christ this scriptures makes you wise a wise people hello church i want to tell you one thing if you study degree post graduate degree then research doctorate all these things the worldly knowledge doesn't produce wisdom it doesn't give you anything you only struggle strive and finally end up your life in disgrace but god says the true wisdoms you need is from heaven that comes through you through the word of god we need the wisdom of god in our lives that's why in matthew 7:24 jesus said therefore everyone who hears those words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who builds his house on the rock the people who receive this word the people who practice this word 
they are the wise people they are building their house on the rock nothing will shake them up so if you want to become wise people if you want to see the power of god to work in your life if you want to see the life of god works in you you need this word of god which is god breath which god has given it to us the holy bible if we neglect this if we fail to consume this as a spiritual milk then we will be like babies even after 10 years god's word has got power i want to just come back to into the the power how we can affect our lives the god's power god's word has power to cleanse us from sin and keep you away from sin god's power please listen this god's power cleanses us from sin and keeps us away from sin here is the quote the power of the word of god is greater than the power of the sin which is living in you remember that the, the god's power is greater than the power of sin which is holding you in bondage that's why the psalmist said it how can a young man keep his way pure how can we live our clean life how can we live a pure holy life bible says answers you know only through the word of god how can a young man keep his way pure by guarding it according to thy word and he goes on to say lord i have hidden your word in my heart i have hidden your power in my heart so that i might not sin against you church if you want to overcome the sin in your life you need the god's word it is more powerful than the the sin in your life that's why it has been said either the word of god keeps the sin away from you or the sin will keep the word of god away from you. either one it will happen so better you take hold of the word of god so that you will be free from the sin and the, and its consequences it has got power the second one it has got power to impart into us god's own divine nature friends as you consume this word as you take hold of this word it is going to impart it is going to induce the divine nature of god into our lives you know the god's holiness god's righteousness god's love god's peace everything what god has got its divine nature is being pumped into our lives only by taking the word of god into our lives it works in our lives we need god's word to transform our lives because many of us we think that god should do some magic in our lives i believed that's all god should do everything you know god should take over this problem god should solve that problem god should give what i want everything that we have got a wrong conception of the perception towards god nothing happens like that way god tells you need to work out you need to drink milk my word you grow to maturity then you will know how to operate the word of god in your lives again it goes on to say the god's word has got power to heal us from all sicknesses and diseases many of us suffer with this many of us we don't know what to do but bible says to us god says to us my word has got power to heal all kinds of sickness and diseases all kinds of it is more powerful than sickness and disease my power is more powerful than the sickness and disease which brings a healing to you if you only receive and apply to it it works because god's life is being released god's power is being released into the situations it clears off but why do we still suffer only reason i can say is lack of the word of god working in our lives god has made it everything clear for us to enjoy life because he brought us from death to life and to enjoy that every inheritance that he has stored for us he never created us to suffer and die but to enjoy all his blessings as his children god's power has got power to protect and keep us from all satanic powers you might be afraid of satan but god says my power is more powerful than the satanic power don't be afraid of it if you know the word of god you can overcome 
all the powers of darkness. That's why Jesus said it. Uh, I have given you all the power to trample to snakes and the scorpions and to overcome all the powers of the enemy. Nothing is going to harm you. God's power, by seeing God's power, the enemy runs away. The enemy cannot stand before us if you have the word of God. That's what Jesus said to the Satan. He used the word of God to defeat him. He used the word of God to attack him. And Satan could not come back again to him because Jesus used the word of God. God's word has got the power to direct your paths and order your steps according to the perfect will of God. Church, God's word helps us. God's word works in us. It directs our paths into the perfect will of God. If you hold on to it, it directs, it shifts us. It shifts us from our ways into his ways. Only it can happen when we allow the word of God, when we take the word of God into our lives. What it can do in your life is, I'll quickly run through. God's power causes us to prosper and to be a successful. How many of you want to be successful in your life? Everybody want to see success in your life. You want to be success in the marriage, in the job, in the studies. Whatever you do, you want to see a success. You want to be a very fruitful person. You want to see the, the fruits in your lives. You want to see the, the blessing, the work that you do. You want to reap a good harvest in your life. No one wants to suffer and die in poverty. Everybody wants to see success. Everybody wants to see good things happening into their lives. So that's why God again reminds us. God reminds us. God tells to Joshua. Joshua 1.8, it says, Do not let this book of the Lord depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. For I am the Lord who goes before you. Wherever you go, I go before you. This is one thing again the Lord is telling us. What is telling us? He's telling us to Joshua. He is a commander-in-chief. He has to lead the army. Moses is dead. So God tells Joshua, Joshua, you lead these people, lakhs of people into the promised land. You have to fight on the way. So many enemies, there are a lot of problems are there. He has got a tremendous responsibility on his head. But in the midst of that, God is telling him, Joshua, if you want to be really see the successful, if you want to see the enemies to run away, what you need is this. You need the, my word, not the sword and the strength of the people and the, and the wisdom of the world. You need my word to work in your life. That's why he says, let this book should not depart from your mouth, from your life. But you must, he says, meditate day and night and be careful to do everything written in this book. Start doing it what I say. And God is telling him, you will be successful, you will be prosperous. I will do it for you. And God is saying one thing, be courageous, be strong, do not be terrified. God is not saying by looking at the enemies, don't be terrified, don't be discouraged by those things. God is saying, don't be discouraged to follow this. Don't be terrified to follow this. Be strong and courageous to follow this. That's what God is saying to Joshua. He's saying the same thing to you and to me. If you need to be successful and fruitful in your life, God says, keep this word in your life. Keep this word in your life. It will be uh, very fruitful. Again, I want to come back to that. Power to move mountains in your lives. God's power is so much available to us. You know, in our Christian walk and life, we see mountains in our lives. A problem comes. A problem is huge. It's like a big mountain. It is standing before us. We as Christians, what we do? We look at the mountain. Now we start thinking, how do I climb it? So you start climbing it because the problem is there. You need to walk. You need to see. You need to overcome that problem. So we as Christians, what we do generally, we try to climb. Not only try to climb, we pull others also to help us to climb. 
we borrow money we borrow here we borrow there everything you know the mountain is so big you need to climb so you are striving you are struggling you are suffering you are climbing you are sweating everything is happening you are climbing you are climbing you are climbing if you slip you will fall down back but you are climbing up you are climbing up finally finally you reach the top of the hill oh my god i finished Oof, i climbed the mountain with all my strength struggle people have supported me fantastic so you feel very comfortable very happy with your effort you became very successful if you look at the back see people around down there you look at the other side oh my god you will be shocked what how oh, there are many mountains to climb there are many mountains are that you have climbed one mountain there are many hundreds of mountains are lined up for you you need to go down to the valley climb up the hill go down to the valley climb up the hill i will tell you life is miserable that's why god said it man you need my word you need my word why you are struggling so much in your life climbing striving in your life use my word that's what jesus said if you have faith in god you can come on this mountain pick up and fall into the sea it will be done for you hello church you are able to understand god's power is bigger than the mountain god's power can carry the weight of the mountain can can throw into the sea god wants you to make you to walk on the level path not to the climbing the hill and climbing down the hill god is not interested in our lives to see these things happening god wants you us as christians to walk freely on the level paths hallelujah god's power is available to us god's life is available to us god's wisdom is available to us to deal with these mountains that's why i like this one verse it has been said in isaiah 41:15 this is my one of my favorite verse i always quote this i always thank god for this he says in isaiah 41:15 it says see i will make you into a threshing sledge with a sharp and many new teeth you will thrash the mountains and crush them and reduce the hills to chaff you will winnow them and the wind will pick them up and gale will blow them away but you will rejoice in the lord the holy one of israel it is something as god is telling us i have made you my children like a new threshing sledge it is like a machine it is like a jcb you know it cuts it bulldozer and everything out new teeth i have given you sharp and many new teeth to crush the mountains how big it may be you can crush the mountains you can reduce the hills to chaff you can powder it and god says the wind will pick them away from your way it will pick them away it will draw you away from you you can walk on the on the level path so god's word has got a tremendous power to work in our lives it moves mountains in your life any kind of a mountain it moves it destroys for that you need faith to need faith you need the word of god church christian life we need to have a victorious life it is life is filled with full of joy and gladness we face problems we overcome the problems with the word of god habits we can cut that habits break the habits out the sin we can burn them out everything can happen in our lives through the word of god if the word of god is not there in your heart i will tell you that we will be the a very defeated people the power of god is able to change our own lives it has got power to change the circumstances around us it is so powerful it changes it changes things in our lives amen church so remember god's word has got life power and wisdom you and i need it so finally in closing i want to say how to operate and release the power of god in your life this is the final gist i want to just bring it quickly to you how to operate and release the power of god the first thing you need to believe that this is the word of god first thing that you need to believe it contains the life it contains power it contains wisdom you need to believe this refuse all kinds of doubt what it can do in my life is only a word how can it work this is written word what it can do in my life 
somebody has written it somebody has printed it what it can do if you have got such kind of a doubt in your life this doesn't work you need to believe this is a god's word put confidence in this don't doubt this second thing is receive it second thing is receive accept it accept this word in your life how can i accept when you write when you read a lot of these filled with full of promises full of answers full of solution for your problems how can i accept it the one thing i want to tell you as you read underline it underline the verse which is really touched your life yes this is what i want to see in my life god this is what i want to experience in my life underline that verse sometimes i tell people write it down on a piece of paper write it down in a very piece of paper small piece of paper write that verse which god has spoken to you because it has got life power and wisdom it can change your situations and circumstances write it down in the piece of paper that's how that you receive it that means you are taking that word into your heart the third one you are going to sow it in your heart you are going to take that promise you have to take that word you're going to sow it in your heart that seed is going to fall into your heart you must sow it in your heart how it can happen take that verse read 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 the same verse let it get into your mind let it get into your heart memorize it doesn't matter memorize it take all of that verse one verse can transform your whole future that one verse can remove the mountain in your life memorize it sow it keep it up inside believe receive and sow it in your heart preserve it the thing is you need to preserve that word what you have sown in your heart you have to preserve it protect it otherwise jesus said the enemy comes and takes it away if you are a little bit of negligent if you are you know what it can do in your life you got doubt and everything you are allowing the seed into come and take away that seed from your heart don't allow it protect it put the hedge around it how it can do it how we can do the preserving don't give up don't give up always every day every day think of that was not one side once memorize and not forgetting keep on saying it to yours yes this is the word of god it has got life power and wisdom it changes into my situation this is the what it has been said by god it is going to happen in my life then finally water it when you sow it you need to protect it you need to water that if you don't water it it doesn't happen how you can water it by confessing and believing that god is able to perform what he has said it in the verse hello church you are able to understand what god has said it you start confessing it through your lips and believe what god has said it he is able to perform because god is waiting to perform his word to come to pass in your life when you do this when you start confessing you are watering it you are watering it you will see the seed the word which has fallen in your heart it sprouts it grows it grows and it starts bearing fruit the kind of seed that you have sown the kind of fruit that you are going to reap if god says something i one verse i want to tell you for this in 1 john 5 11 and 12 it, it says about uh, your salvation god says god is giving a testimony to us he says this is the testimony that god has given us eternal life what god has given us eternal life god is saying written on in this word and this life is in his son and he who has the son has life and he who does not have the son of god does not have life very clear for you whether you are going to heaven or not depends upon this word how you accept it and how you reject it god said i have given you eternal life and this life is in his son jesus christ and he who has the son of god has life he who does not have the son of god does not have life if you have accepted and received jesus you have the eternal life this is what god said it if you sow it and if you confess it you will know that you have eternal life now if you close down here eyes you will open up your eyes in heaven you will not see death you will not see 
death will not come near you because Jesus conquered death for you. Please remember this. This wonderful thing, the power of the gospel has done a wonderful work in our lives. We don't die, but we live. Whether we live here or there, we are with God. Amen, church? As you confess this one verse which God has given us, if you water it, it starts bearing fruit in our lives. You know that you will be so much of assured that you have eternal life. Eternal life starts producing fruit in your life. Church, whatever the God has said, it, it will come to pass. This is what you and I need to do to grow and to see the breakthroughs in each one of our lives. Amen, church? Would you like to drink the milk, which is the word of God? You need to drink the milk every day. As you grow, you can eat a little bit of solid food. As you grow, you can eat rice. You can grow, eat solid food, meat. Wonderful. You'll become strong. You know how to use the word of God in your life. Amen, church? Yes? Just one illustration I want to give you. God says, take hold of the sword in your hand. Yes, you have the sword in your hand. Very good. Life, power, and Wisdom is in your hand. If you have the sword in your hand, if you don't know how to use it, you know, sword is to always to fight and to, to release. If you don't know how to use the sword in your hand, how to operate, how to fight against the enemy, if you don't know, even if you hold it, nothing is going to happen. You will be defeated. But you must know how to use it. As you spend time every day with this, the Spirit of God will start working you how to operate this word in your life and to be very much successful. Finally, I'll close with this one verse, Matthew 12, 37, it says, For by your words you shall be justified, and by your words you shall be condemned. What you speak, you shall be justified. If you speak rightly, you'll be justified rightly. If you wrongly have confessed, you'll be condemned. So what you speak, it depends. So God says, confess my word. What you say, it will come, come to pass in your life. Amen? So start practicing these things. Use the power of God in your life to overcome mountains, anything in your life so that we as church, we as families can see breakthroughs, success in our lives.